Peter, after the run of 10 interest rate rises in the past year, what's this review found about how those hikes were handled? Well, Sally, the review has pretty sharp criticism for Philip Lowe and the RBA board about the use of what's known as forward guidance and the signal from Philip Lowe that interest rates would stay near zero until 2024. The review received feedback about strategy and judgment on this matter and found that the 2024 signal, quote, significantly affected the RBA's public credibility that borrowers saw it as a commitment. The review says that as late as November 2021, Mr Lowe was still talking about 2024 and that even after the guidance was removed and other advanced economies were raising interest rates to fight inflation, the governor was still saying the probability of a cash rate increase in 2022 was still low. Instead, there'd been 10 consecutive very painful rate hikes. The review found the fallout could have been reduced if the RBA board gave more consideration to the credible views of outsiders about inflation and that calendar-based guidance carried a significant risk and that the RBA board didn't receive or request significant material to support a robust debate. Treasurer Jim Chalmers is backing all 51 recommendations in principle from the review. This morning he was non-committal about Philip Lowe's future but when he took a barrage of questions he was careful not to take any pot shots at Philip Lowe or the RBA board. Well, the Governor of the Reserve Bank has a difficult job to do and the Treasurer of Australia has a difficult job to do and uh, he does his job independently of me. Uh, There is uh, some commentary and analysis about uh, the making of monetary policy in recent years. Uh, I'll encourage people to check that out, but my job is very different, not to second-guess decisions taken, but to make sure we have the best combination of transparency and independence and expertise Uh, so that we have a world-class reserve bank into the future. That's the Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, there. But, But, Peter, overall, are there any clues about the fate of Philip Lowe and whether he's been damaged by these criticisms in in the review? Well, Sally, those criticisms are certainly not good for Mr Lowe's fate. He's up for a second term in September and Treasurer Jim Chalmers says there will be a decision in June, but his role and power will be diluted under this review. For example, the statement on the conduct of monetary policy which sets the RBA's mandate would now be agreed between the government and the new monetary policy board rather than with the governor directly, which has been the case in the past. So still some questions over whether Philip Lowe's soldiers on or whether his long career at the Reserve Bank is at a crossroads or could be truncated. Peter, what what changes does this review suggest about the way that interest rates are set? Well, a lot about communication. The review wants a much clearer monetary policy framework with the creation of a more expert monetary policy board that would have better processes, greater transparency, sitting aside a governance board to take pretty much a helicopter view so that rate-setting power would be diluted from the governor and Mr Lowe would be challenged more on rate-setting decisions. No change to the inflation-setting target to keep inflation between 2 or 3%. Also a recommendation for the Monetary Policy Board to meet eight times a year rather than the current 11 to allow more time for in-depth discussion. As we know, there's almost a national focus on the rate rises on the first Tuesday of every month except January. Also, there'll have to be legislative changes to the RBA Act to remove the power of the Treasurer to overturn RBA decisions, a power that's never been used. So 
a big change to the RBA Act of 1959 and the review wants to see more press conferences and more information to the public about policy decisions with the creation of a Chief Communications Officer. So a very long list of changes all to be uh, instituted by 2024 that could change the way the RBA operates and how life-changing rate rises are communicated to the public.